good afternoon <laughs> you know today although it's the day jesus rose up it's easter sunday i want to really talk about something that has just been on my mind on my mind since um this morning i was just scrolling and after having morning you know service because because of this corona thing we have to do online church service so as i was having my um the online church service which was um preached by pastor i was just thinking about this verse that we did the verse exactly but this thing that was in my mind that was saying me that are you really too young to preach Are you really that ashamed of God that you turn away from Him and accept the things of the world rather than Him Himself? Am I too young? Why am I so ashamed to call myself a child of God? And yet, I will go to church as if I have accepted that responsibility by myself. We always let the judgments of others and the judgments of ourselves tell what path we should take in life. We always let the judgments of the people around us control the way we live our life. Both are Christian lives. Yes, our Christian, I don't want to say both, but you let the judgment of others control your Christian lives, which should never be so. I want to bring you to the first thing I talked about, which was being too young to preach the word of God. The things a lot of us Christians have been saying as when we're young or as we are right now, as young as we are. You know, in, let's open the Bible to Jeremiah. I want to read from Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 4 to 10. Yes, quite long, but let's go. So I'm going to read from Jeremiah chapter 4, verse 1 to 10. But I'm just going to read um, verse four to six right now and then continue from six to ten later okay it says that jeremiah chapter four it says verse four chapter one verse four says now the word of the lord came to me saying before i formed you in your mother's womb i knew you and before you were born i considered you i appointed you as a prophet to the nation then I say, Ah, Lord Jesus, behold, I do not know how to speak, for I am only a youth. Verse 7. Okay. I am only a youth. So let me read um, from 7. Let me just read 7 and add to it. It says, 
do not say i am only a youth for all for to all to whom i send you you shall go and whoever i command you you shall speak ah that thing jeremiah said in verse in verse 6 it said that for i am only a youth for i am only a youth We all believe that because we are so young, we will not be able to proclaim the words of the Lord. We will not be able to do the things that God has commanded us to do. We tend that, oh, because I am so young, I would not be able to, you know, win souls for God. And I will not be able to, this one, um, preach to people because, you know what, I am not like my pastor who is an adult who is married who has even children and his children are even older than me i am not like this person who can preach that so many people move from the church they are already in just to go to where he is because I am only a youth, so I'm not able to do the things that God has called me out to do. I am too young that I will not be able to give um, give tithes. I will not be able to pray for people. I will not be able to pray for myself. I will not be able to read the Bible and fully understand the context. I will not be able to preach and proclaim the words of the Lord. I will not be able to make people come to God because I am just too young for this. I'm too young for the pressure. I'm too young for the anxieties that follow. I'm, too, I'm not ready for to be hated by people. I'm not ready to be hated by people. Uh, uh, oof. We are not ready to be hated by people. Really, I'm just not ready to be hated by others. That's what you keep on saying. I am not ready to be hated by others. So I'm sorry to tell you, I am not going to preach the word of the Lord. I want you to open this verse. I am not ready to be hated. Open to... John chapter 15 verse 18 to 19 It says if the world if the world hates you know that it had hated me before it hated you If you were for if you were of the world the world would love you as its own but because you are not of the world but I chose you out of the world. Therefore, the world hates you. Amen. Let me take that again. If the world hates you, know that it hated me before it hated you. 
If you were of the world, the world would love you as its own. But because you are not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. Let me break it down to you. Jesus was hated on this earth. The thing they did to him was unbearable. You, even considering the fact that he, he was the person who it was done to, but those who even witnesses saw the pain they would go through if they were in his shoes. Those who even witnesses you can, you know, when you, someone is going through um something horrible in their life, it's too, like, there's too much tension around. You that you're not even going through, you can feel the person's pain. You can feel the person's pain all over your body, from the, from the crown of your head to the sole of your feet. You can feel what the person is going through. But I'm telling you that what the person is going through is 10 times more than your experience. It says, if the world hates you, know that it hated me before it hates him. It hated you. If you were of the world, the world would love you as its own. But because you are not of the world, but I have chosen you out of the world, therefore, the world will hate you. Don't be afraid that people don't like you. Because you are upright and you do the things of God and you do the things that are righteous and you do the things that deserve praise in a good way. People praise those who do bad things. But let me tell you, let people praise you for what you do in a good way. People are going to hurt you. People are going to judge you. People are going to hate you because you follow God. But I'm telling you, you can never stop that from happening. You can't stop them from hating you. You can't say that you're going to serve two masters. No, you cannot serve this world. No. Can you serve the same God up there? You can't serve the world and expect to serve God in the same way. But people will hate me, so you know, I have to, you know, you know, I want to go to heaven, so all I have to do is that I will just follow those who are around, and when I go to my tight corner at home, I'm going to praise God like no tomorrow. Wow. Why? Would you think about that? Why would you think about serving two masters? Open the Bible to Matthew chapter 6. Verse 24, it says, No man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and desire the other. Ye cannot serve God and a man. He cannot serve God and a man. Let me read the Holy Bible, the ESV, the English Standard Verse. 
Um, okay. No one can serve two masters. For either he will hate, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will devote to the one and desire the other. You cannot serve God and money. You cannot divide yourself because you want others to be pleased. You cannot divide yourself because you want others to be pleased. You should not divide yourself because of the things of this world. You must serve one master and one master only. You must be um, truthful. Although the world would judge you, they will hate you. They will treat you like an outcast. But yet, remain faithful to one master and one master only. Judging people, no. Mm -mm. It's one thing that is take. You know, it's one thing that is um, discouraged in the Bible when you judge someone. Open to Matthew chapter 7. Verse 1. It says, Judge not for um, you shall... Wait. Judge not that you be not judged. You know, there's one part of this. I not if, not for Matthew. Let me open it for you. There's a particular um verse in it that I really like. It it, it talks about you not judging people, for you will be judged. You know. One thing that is mostly discouraged in the Bible is when you judge others. You, you, no one was given permission on this earth to judge your fellow members. No one was given the authority to judge anyone. For God is the only one who can judge and can say who will go where or what will happen to who or who is right and who is wrong. We all tend to judge each other because we believe we are best we are better. We tend to judge others because we think that we are on top of it all. We all tend to judge each other 
because we believe that we are better. The reason most of us fall short of the glory of God, parts of it, is that we turn to judge people for what we see on the outside and for what they do on the outside. You know, let me tell you something. A lot of people are going to judge you. A lot of people are going to hate you. A lot of people will stick knives behind your back. They are going to pierce you. That you will, you know. Some of you, people are piercing through you with a sharp knife. Some of you are bleeding intensively. Others are not bleeding at all. Because every time someone sticks a knife at their back, their back is shielded. You know, their back is shielded. Their back is protected. Immediately the knife go, um, the knife hits the person, the knife breaks into pieces. Others, the knife goes right through them and they start bleeding 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 mm. wow wow i don't think you really understand what i'm trying to say you know What I mean by that is that those who immediately the knife hits them, the knife breaks into pieces, was that they are the people who, although people treat them as outcasts, who, although people talk behind their backs, who, although people say rude and mean things to them, and people make them outcasts in their life, they still have faith and they still believe in God. So God is shielding and God is protecting them. But those who are bleeding, all this is in their spirits. Let me just tell you. I'm just putting it in spiritual terms. But those who are bleeding intensively, those who are bleeding, it's flowing, it's flowing, it's flowing like the river Jordan. It's flowing so much like a waterfall. It's flowing. It keeps on flowing. Their blood is flowing like a waterfall. Their blood keeps on flowing and flowing and flowing. Those are the people who although say they are children of God, they are wearing a max. And underneath that max is a weak person in the spirit. They are weak. That's why they are bleeding. They are weak. That's why they are torn apart. They are weak. That's why they cannot stand the world. They are weak. We are Weak. They are weak. We are weak. So we cannot stand it. So many people come before you and they tell you, Oh, I am a child of God. 
you know me i'm so devoted to christ that everyone just comes to me with their problems that i will solve them i can solve them i you know i'm certainly able to solve them because god has given me that spiritual gift to solve people's problems you are lying to yourself and to people some of you have this ability you know you have you are two-faced you have two-faced people a lot of two-faced people on the outside they seem spiritual but in the spiritual realm they are so naked in the spiritual realm you know i want to say naked as if you know that they are so plain they are not wearing anything they are not wearing the armor of god protecting them so in the spiritual realm then can you see they are so weak then can you see that they have nothing then can you see that the person that you are following is so weak spiritually you're not the one that needs prayers you are not the one that needs prayers it's him and yourself yes obviously yourself as well but the person also needs prayers because they're leading you in the wrong path how can you be weak in the spirits and want to build someone in the spirits no try and understand this you are weak in the spirit and yet you want to make someone strong what abilities do you have to make the person strong if you are weak maybe you let a person reach their full potential yes because how you were not able to reach your full potential you went halfway you went quarter that is the same way you send someone quarter you send someone halfway to the word of god we are so you know when people judge us it brings our self-esteem down it makes us feel like what we are doing on this earth is nothing. What we are doing on this earth. What we are doing on this earth has nothing that will give us joy, you know? People are just going to hate me on earth. And I don't have any friends. Then you go home every day crying to your mother or crying to your pillow. That you don't have any friends. You oh. You know, I I think I should give up on worshipping God because I feel like everyone is just turning their backs at me and I feel unneeded, I feel unwanted, you know. I feel like I don't have any friends. I'm just alone. Every day I have to go home and then somebody send me, oh, pick your Bible and just read and just scroll through your Bible and you shall have, you know, peace. 
And slowly, you start losing interest. Slowly, we start losing our lights. Slowly, we miss the things of God in our life. Ah, I am too immature for this, you know. I am too young. I am too, you know, I'm too young for having, I'm too young for preaching. I cannot preach because I am too young for this job. The job that God is sending me to do in my life, you know what? This job is for a man um, in his late 40s, a man in his early 40s or late 40s that needs to do this type of job. Not me because I am still, I still have a lot ahead of my life. So why should I be, you know, doing this? God, just give me like, you know, when I'm, like, right now I'm, like, 13 or something, I'm 12, I'm 5, I'm 15, I'm 16. Give me around, um, if you're 15 years. If you are 15 years, you want, you're 15. You want 25 years to do what? You want God to give you that 25 years and how sure are you that that 25 years will be up maybe when you're about to turn 25 on your 25th birthday you die wait when you're about to turn 40 i mean on on that day you die or the day before you die what are you going to tell god that god oh you know well You see, I was waiting for you to kind of, you know, bring me to your light. And you didn't do anything to my life. And and you didn't come and help me. And and you start rolling your mouth. You start spitting and all over your mouth and you start you know just saying and 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 to god um and you know and um and i couldn't go to church because you are just giving him excuses um lord you didn't you know my parents weren't really religious to me oh god you know because i couldn't come to you because you know i had a life to live i had you know things to do i don't have to you know I didn't want to really focus on you at that time because I wanted to focus more on my youth life. You know, as they say, you live, you know, you have to live young, you know? So you'll be like, you know, you know, you, you'll be talking to God. Like, you you have the opportunity to even do that. You're so scared. But this is what you like, oh, God, and, 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 and why? Oh, I was too young at that time. No one is ever too young to preach. Oh, okay, let me put it in this sense. You're not too young to watch R-rated movies, are you? You're not too young to start insulting people. You say, I am not too young to start having, you know, all those relationships. When I'm, eight, when I'm 12 years, I have, I've dated about three people. You're not too young for that. Oh, you know... I've kids like 50 boys, 15 boys, and you are not too young for that. You've done so many inappropriate things, and you're not too young for that. But yet you say you're too young to preach the word of God. Are you really serious with your life? Anyone that tells you that they are too young to preach the gospel, they are too young to do things that are supposed to lead them spiritually, 
That person is not serious with their lives and they need you. They need prayers. And they need to step up. Because we can't keep on saying those same words over and over and over. It has now become an anthem. I am too young has become an anthem for us youths. I am too little. I am too immature. I, I, I cannot do this. I cannot do that has become an anthem. We have made those words an anthem. We have made those words so easy to say. It's at our fingertips. She was supposed to make the word of God be at your fingertips. Immediately someone comes to you and they give you a verse. And please explain this verse to you. Start speaking in tongues. You can't even pray for the person. Start you know, do things that will impress the person. Do things that will make the person understand God better. Do things that will lead the person to God. I will address one more issue. I will address one more thing and then I'll be done. Some of us are two-faced. All of us are two-faced. Most of us are two-faced. You, you don't understand the two-faced. I mentioned the two-faced as in being, um, um, how do I say this? Being weak spiritually and being strong physically. Another two-faced that can occur in one's life is being nice. Be spiritual in a physical realm. Yes, you can be spiritual physically. Someone can see you spiritual physically. But immediately they turn their eye away from you. Immediately they shift away from you. You have now become a whole new person. You have changed completely. That, that Amma I knew cannot do this. Oh, you know what? Every day I saw Amma go to the church. What are you saying that you saw her in the club last night? Amma is such a spiritual person. You can literally see she's on fire. I'm telling you that is not spiritual fire. That person is just an actress. Ah, Amma, Abba, no, she can't do this. Me, dear, my cheese off. <laughs> but anyway, let me try and explain this. Oh, she goes to church. She sings. She's she's a head of the choir. You know, she's the head of the choir. Her parents are so spiritual. Have you know? I mean, it could be a whole family. Your whole family is spiritual. Your whole family goes to church. Every event in church, everything you are there, you are worshiping, you are praying. They can see you just lighting up, and they cannot believe you do something bad. Oh, I'm not. I'm. I don't want to insult them, but I'm telling you, you are blind. You are fools not to see the light. Not to see that evil person in front of you. That girl is a two-faced girl. That boy is a two-faced boy. If you can see him spiritually, you actually know who he really is. Do not trust your physical sense. Do not trust your physical sense 
when it comes to knowing who is right or wrong around you, knowing the good people around you, do not trust your physical sense. Yes, your eyes can see, but not spiritually. Your eyes cannot see what God can see. Your eyes cannot see what the angels can see. You will not know whether someone is two-faced and you're just following them, running along with the person. You, you, you know what? The person, you are the person's handbag. The person takes you everywhere, but the person can drop you off somewhere, throw you away, and have a new handbag. You are, you are just wasting your time. Now you're useless. You're left there. Dirty, disgusting, horrible. You are so horrible. And even your own parents will not even be able to recognize you. Because you have followed that evil two-faced person to lead you to the wrong way. And you'll be like, ah, oh, I wish, I wish I did not follow her. I wish I did not follow him. I wish it's all going to happen in your head. I wish, I wish, ah, I wish I could go back in time. Some of us are so weak in the spirit and are so strong physically. Don't mistake both. Be strong. You know, when you say, you know, don't be of this world. Because when you are drawn too close, some of you are not able to come out of it. Those who even come out may have some wounds in them spiritually. They cannot fully develop properly. Others are able to fully develop. Some will take a long period of time just to develop their spiritual beings again. Because they follow some two-faced girl or boy who led them to the wrong path. Youths, be careful with the kind of people you follow, with the kind of music you listen to, with the kind of things you watch, you wear, you even eat, drink water. Those kind of things you take into your whole body, those type of things you do, are going to affect your future. Why did I say food? Why did I say water? We don't see things spiritually. Most of us don't see things spiritually. Unless God gives you the eye to see the things spiritually, you won't know. But someone has put something in that food. But because you are not strong, because you've been saying that, Oh God, I want to wait a little bit longer to unlock my full potential in you. That person has already poisoned you. You're slowly dying, both spiritually and physically. You are dying. You are dying spiritually, physically. Because you didn't follow the right path. Because, uh, you know, because we are youths, we have so many things in our minds. That is making us, you know, you know, what you say, don't blame yourself when you have all those type of feelings and you want to do this, you want rebellious attitudes and all that. But just know where God is sending you. Don't be of 
this world. Some of us tend to fall not when we grow up, but when we are growing up. Not when we grow up, but when we are growing up, that is when we fall. When we are growing up is when we fall, not when we are, we grew, um, we've grown up. But some people tend to fall when they are already grown up. How? Although God has enlightened them, the smallest distraction can just move them because they are not strong spiritually. We need to build a foundation. You need to build a foundation in the Lord and stop saying the word, I am too young. I am immature for this. I am not ready. I cannot do it. I'm afraid of being judged. I am afraid of being cornered. I'm afraid of being an outcast. I'm afraid of people hating me. I'm afraid of what people will say to me. I'm afraid of how I'll look in the public eye. Don't care how you look in the public eye. Care about how you look in Jesus Christ. I was looking for this verse, but I couldn't find it. It says that, why? It's about fear. Why be afraid of those who can can only kill your physical body but not your spiritual? You know, I'll find it. Why be afraid of those who can only... Okay, Matthew chapter 10 verse 28. That was fast. It says, and do not fear those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul. Rather fear whom can destroy both the soul and body in hell. Some of us are afraid of what people think of us. Don't care about what others think. Care about what God thinks. Because your life is in his hands. Remember that. really care about what God thinks of you not what others think of you because that can actually determine whether you go to heaven because whether if God thinks of you in a bad way I'm sorry my fellow brothers and sisters it's already in the Bible you can read it yourself whether you go to heaven or hell I don't want to say anything remember care about what God thinks of you not what others think of you that's something we all must remember and keep in our hearts. Have a blessed and wonderful day. Anyway, let me just pray for you before we go. Father Lord, I thank you for the life of whoever is listening right now. Ask for you to guide their paths, for them to know what is right or wrong in you, in your name, O oh Lord. Father, let them know their paths in life. Let them not be discouraged by the world. Let them not be misled by the world. Let them not know. Let them not be left alone. For some of them who feel that because they are left by other people in this world, they are also left by you. But Father, help them remember every single day that you are by them. Help them spread the word and help them have faith in you so that they can continue to do your works. Guide their paths and take over their lives, for they are your precious gifts.
let those these fellow words out of their mouth out of their heart and out of their mind i cannot i am immature i am too young i feel i'll be hated i don't want to be an outcast i don't want to be hurt i don't want people to be mean about me i care too much about what people say i need to be i need to i ha- i can serve god and i can serve man Father, remove these words and many more that are not pleasing to your to you, O oh Lord, out of their hearts, their mind, their mouths, everywhere, O oh Lord. And help them order their paths so that they shall live by you and you alone. For you are the true king and master in our lives. I thank you and I bless you. In Jesus' name I prayed. Amen. We prayed. <laughs> Amen. Have a blessed and wonderful week. And I'm sorry I've not been able to do some videos too sometime. I'm I'm really sorry about that. Just have a blessed and wonderful week. And remember, you're never too young to preach and to win souls for God. And even if the world hates you, keep this verse in mind. Keep this verse in mind. John chapter 15, verse 18 to 19. If the world hates you, know that it hate it had it has hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world will love you as its own. But if if you if you are the world, the world will love you as its own. But because you are not of the world, because I have chosen you out of the world, therefore the world will hate you. Just remember that these verse and stay true and follow God and always be. Always remember that no matter what you're going through, God will bring you out of this. Okay, this coronavirus thing will just pass. It will come like it, it. It will leave like it came suddenly. So sudden. Let's remember you. A lot of things will lead you. A lot of things will temptate you to moving out of the the um God for just a split second. But those split seconds can end you, can take you out of the tree of life. Just let me say this: can take you out of the tree of life. So remember to not let the world deceive you. So for the world is also two faced. Yeah. Have a have a blessed and wonderful week. Thank you.